amen. Somebody say praise the Lord. I agree. I, I say yes and amen to that word. Crystal, thank you. Uh, and thank you for being a friend. Thank you for who you are in the spirit. Um, thank you guys all for being here. We all partner. No one is higher than anyone. When we come into the, into the presence of God, we're all receiving. We all have a part to play. And you don't even know that sometimes just you're lifting up their hands changes the atmosphere. Then he tell Moses, all you got to do is keep your hands lifted up and the, and the battle will be won. Sometimes it's just the lifting. That's why we say lift up your hands or shout for joy. We say, why do they keep trying to control us? We're not, Chris, I said to Chris, I said, no, we're not. She said, we're not trying to control anyone. We just want people to partner with heaven. We want you to be blessed. Amen. Somebody say be blessed. And so we've been in this whole series, and we talked about uh, early on where we talked about that God is authentic, that God is love. And then uh, Pastor Tim preached, uh, Timothy uh, Campbell preached that about faith, and God is faithful. And today I want to talk just a little bit about hope. And when I was trying to think about the order of how these things should go, I just really just sensed from the Lord that today I just wanted to give a quick uh, um, uh, infusion of hope. Somebody say hope. All right, I'm going to skip my notes, so if, uh, if uh, Jordan, if you're trying to look where I'm at, I'm, I'm kind of skipping down a little bit. But uh, let, me, let me say this, because I think sometimes we need to know what hope is, and then we'll come back. Hope is, 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 is not just a wishy-washy, uh, maybe, or kind of, uh, or unsure optimism, okay? Uh, that might be that, you know, like when you, when you uh, what, cast a penny or cast a dime into a little, uh, you know, pond or whatever, and you wish something. Hope is not wishing, Biblical hope is not wishing. Hello? Okay, come on, talk to me today. So, um, so the modern idea of hope is to wish for, to expect, but without certainty or fulfillment. And sometimes that's the way we live. Well, I hope God will do this. Well, you know, if it's his will, maybe I'll get healed. Maybe if, maybe if, I, you know, if I go to church long enough, maybe he'll like me or whatever the case is. And I want to tell you that's not biblical hope. That's wishy-washy hope. And we don't have wishy-washy hope. God didn't give us wishy-washy hope. The modern idea is to wish for, to expect, but without certainty of the fulfillment. Um, to desire very much, but with no real assurance. How many have ever felt that way? That you desire something, but you don't have a real full insurance. We're going to break that off of you today, that you're going to be able to walk in full confidence. That the And listen, it's not going to happen because, the, and so false hope is when we put a dependency on man. Well, what man can do for me and how man can open the door for me. and how Now, God does put man in our life, but we keep our focus on God and let God do it. And that's what that's what the angel said to him. She said, well, how can these things be since I don't even know a man? And he said, guess what? The Holy Ghost is going to come upon you. Amen. And so you have a business partner. His name is Jesus. Amen. You have a, a benefactor. You have the things that you need already in Christ Jesus. He said, I will supply what? All of your. Come on, say it louder. All of your need according to my riches and glory. Glory to God. So to wish for, we're not just wishing for things. So, so when we talk about in Scripture, according to the Greek, Hebrew, et cetera, et cetera, uh, uh, we're, we're talking about hope as an indication of certainty. Somebody say indication of certainty. This thing's going to happen. In Scripture, hope means a strong and confident expectation. I say it almost like this. Uh, I got uh, my, you know, let's say my son knows that I'm going to, let's talk about London. Okay, London is my little dog. We're praying for her, y'all. Pray for London. I don't know what happened, but she done crossed over. I, I think she went into crazy. I don't know. I'm praying for her. I, I said, I said we're going to have to get this dog some lessons. 
because the dog is just, I'm, I'm praying out. I, I was like, she ran out today out of the house, like for the 800th time. And I said to myself, you know, she could just run, you know, right into the, I said, oh no, bring it back, Malik. Take every thought captive in Jesus' name. I almost spoke death over. I said, am I the only one? Okay. I'm sorry for all my animal rights people. I love y'all. <laughs> I was just like, yo, just one car just could come through here and just like, even just scare. No, okay, that's not nice. That's not nice. Look at I'm joy, peace, love. Okay, I'm really a nice person. And so, but let's say I'm coming through the door. Soon as uh, she hears something, like let's say the garage door opens, she is already at the door. She's already barking. She is doing what? She is in full expectancy that somebody is going to walk through that door. And I'm telling you, when the prophetic word goes forth, when the, pre- the preaching of God's word goes forth, when the rhema word bubbles up in your heart, there should be the same level of expectancy like my crazy dog, London, that we're going to run with expectancy to the door that God is about to bring this blessing through, that the, Lord, the door that the Lord is about to walk through. Is anybody here today? Because God wants to, oh, I'm skipping ahead. Let me see if I can do this. Okay, okay. I don't get no class for that. Okay. Anyway. So, biblical hope. So let me let me backtrack. Let me backtrack here. So this whole um, core expression is basically saying these are the things that we value at Relentless. One of the things that we said is that we value authenticity. Just be you. Be who you're called to be. Don't try to be like someone. You don't have to prophesy like me. You don't have to prophesy like Chris. You don't have to sing like Melody. You don't have to be like anyone. Just be you, and God will anoint you, Amen. not somebody else that you're trying to be. How many know that? And so your values or the value system that you walk in uh, is linked, right, to your beliefs. So what do you believe? What are you thinking? What are the thoughts that go on your head? So beliefs is the core of who you are. Somebody say the core. Whatever you believe at the core is what eventually will uh, exit out in your results. So you'll begin to, you'll begin to, you'll believe it in your core. You'll start to think about it. It'll be either be God thoughts or lying thoughts. And then all of a sudden those thoughts will become uh, actions. And then all of a sudden they will become results. So many of the things that we're walking in in our life, you know, and I, 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 you know, I know that there is something called the devil, and we bind them up every day, right, Ashley? We were talking about that. We bind the devil up every day. We take, it's a joy to take authority over the enemy. And for anybody who says that you shouldn't take authority over the enemy or bind them and just walk in Jesus, I'm telling you, Jesus took authority. Amen. <laughs> we are a love and war church. We love strong. And we war hard. Come on. Okay. So the Bible says as we contemplate, so that means looking thoughtfully at the glory of God, we are being transformed into his image. And so when we look at God, we become like him. And that's what we're saying. We look at God and we see how real he is, how genuine he is, and how his intentions are pure. And then we become like him. Like we become, become like him. As we look at God and we see that he's for, he is love, then guess what? Love begins to emanate and permeate through us and out of us into wherever we're at. But this today, I wanna, I'm supposed to be going quick. Uh, the God of hope. Somebody say the God of hope. So God is called the God of hope. And this means that he is the source of all real hope. You can't find this hope in a bottle. You can't find this hope in a relationship. You can't find this hope anywhere else except for in him. In him I live and move and have my being. He is the God of hope. Somebody say, I'm about to hope again. I'm feeling this thing. If we're going to have hope, confident expectation, it must come from him, for he alone has the power to give it. Glory. Somebody, somebody just take it. 
You say, well, we take it. Whatever you want to have, just take it. Just receive it. Can I say this? Vision is not enough. You know, I remember there was a big push. You got to have a vision. What's the vision for your life? Write it down. Make a goal. Blah, blah. Listen, let me tell you something. Vision and dreams and visions are not enough. If they were, Joseph wouldn't have to go through what he went through. He would have just had the dream and it would have came to pass. Somebody say process. Uh-huh. Somebody say process. Okay, anyway. <laughs> he had to trust. He had to remain integral in the process, and God will work on our character so that we will be able to carry the responsibilities that he has for us. So if you're in a process, allow God to do it. Oh, I, could, I should be up there preaching. Oh, I did this back in the day. Oh, I let God be the God of now. What is he doing to your life now? What is he working on your life now? Listen, my mom, before she went to be with Jesus, she said, Malik, I don't want you just to tell people what you used to do. I want you to start to declare what God is doing in your life now. Amen. I'm so glad about what he did even last week. But my God, I'm pulling on fresh miracles for today. I'm pulling on fresh resources from heaven today. I'm pulling. Now I have a purpose. Now I now. And God is shifting us. So some of you, maybe you were walking in something back in the day. But guess what? This ain't back in the day. And so God wants to bring you forward out of that back in the day and who you used to be and he wants to bring you in who he's called you to be now and train you and get you ready for where he's taking you then okay that wasn't in my notes I like my notes bless my notes Lord so somebody say hope and what happens is the Bible says what? Proverbs 13, 12, we know it. Hope deferred. That means delayed. Believe for something. I was trusting God. I was walking this thing out, but it didn't come the way I wanted to. Matter of fact, some things didn't come at all. And the Bible says it makes the heart sick. Can I just say, thank God some things didn't come my way. Okay. I got three people like right over here that's saying amen. They believe that. But when the desire comes, it's a tree of life. See, the enemy knows the power of hope in our life. So he comes to counter it, counter it with what? Hopelessness. He comes to counter it with weariness and heaviness. The enemy comes with depression, his heaviness through disappointment and fear. How many have had a season like that where you walk through a season like that? We all have. And he uses these things to cause us to feel as though we have no future. He uses these things to cause us to feel like we are in a prison. And if we're not careful, we'll start blaming people for where we are. If they would just, if they could just see. I might be prophetic, but I'm not just called to see in your life. You're called to see in your own life. You're called to adjust your own life. You're called to manage you while I manage me. Somebody say glory. glory. Somebody say keep your love on. Okay. Lord, help me get through this thing. So the enemy comes with what? To bombard us with depression, with disappointment. He uses these things to cause us to feel as though we have no future. But this is why we got to make decrees unto the Lord where it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you what? A future and a hope. That God has an expectation for you. That's why we can sing, I have a purpose, I have a destiny. God has something for you. 
And God is it's stirring me up to say, Malik, I want you to walk in who I've called you to be. This is something that's happened to me. So like Crystal said, if it's happened to me, I know God is doing it in your life too. Because God is taking us from glory to glory. It's not just about what used to be. It's what he's doing right now. And yeah, maybe I used to be like this. Maybe I used to do this. Maybe I used to prophesy like this. Maybe I used to lead worship. Maybe I used to do this nation. But now God is opening up new nations. Now God is doing something new. And I got to step into the timing of God. Somebody say now. And the Bible says this, Hebrews 11, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So we got to see that the, 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 the body, we're called to live by faith. Somebody say, I'm called to live by faith. And faith is the substance of things hoped for. And so many times we put emphasis on faith, and I believe that God is trying to put an emphasis on hope because without hope, faith has nothing to grab a hold of. Hope is the substance and faith is the hand that reaches into the invisible realm and pulls in the things that we are expecting, the things that we are believing. And so if we don't have any hope, how can we walk by faith? We'll be walking in fear. We'll be walking in disillusionment. We'll be walking in deception. We'll be walking in our own flesh, in our own ways. And the Bible says, lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge me. And I will direct your path. Somebody say, I got to get it from the glory. I got to get it from the realm of the spirit. I can't live this life in my own flesh. I will not be the fullness of what God's called me to be. I won't walk in my full potential. No matter how many seminars I go to. No how many prophecies that I get that says I'm amazing, I'm great, and God has. That's what God's supposed to say because God wants to encourage you. But you got to get to the place where you believe it. Where you believe it. There were times, Crystal, when people would prophesy over me like that and I would not believe it. I would just, I just like, yeah, okay, yeah, but I haven't seen it. But see, God is bringing us into a new realm, the realm of the unseen. And I hear the Lord saying that there are many promises and things that God spoke over you years, years ago. And this is the season where he's breaking off disappointment and hopelessness. And the God of hope is breaking in on your life. So, so we said that many times we emphasize faith, but without hope, we have nothing to apply Our faith towards hope is important. That's why the enemy is fighting you in the realm of hope. So this morning, what I want to do is, and I heard this years ago, and and it struck me when the speaker said it, and I I heard the Lord almost ringing it out uh, a couple days ago. He said, I want to confront your heart with hope. There has to be a confrontation with hope. There has to be a confrontation, not just with the devil. We bind him. He's not really a threat. What the threat is, is we're going to believe God. The threat is that we're going to expect God to do what he said he's going to do in our life. Hello? And so I heard the Lord said, I want to confront your heart today with hope. There must be a confrontation with the God of hope. I'm thinking about, uh, who was it, Jacob wrestling with the angel. There has to be a confrontation. I think Tina said it when we were talking about our authenticity series uh, 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 sermon. And, and she said, uh, we, we tell everybody, oh, God is good. Uh, uh, we, we, no, we complain to everybody about what's not happening in our life. But then when we go to God, we say, oh, everything is good. God, you're so wonderful. I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. And we're not being genuine. We're not being real. We're not wrestling with God. Say, God, you said this is what your word says. I mean, that's the whole, if you look at Psalms, it's a continuation of, 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 
of just wrestling with God. David is wrestling with the Lord. So, my soul, why are you cast down within me? Hope in God. When is the last time you confronted yourself and spoke to your soul and said, Malik, Malik, why are you cast down? Why are you depressed? Hope in God. And I will yet praise him. God is looking for people that's going to confront themselves. I don't like confrontation. I'm not always a big confrontation person. I, I'm very diplomatic. I like to go around the block a couple times, especially if I don't know the answer and, <laughs> and I don't have a clarity. I'm just like, I'm just going to pray on this one. Don't know all my secrets, people. <laughs> but the truth is, I know a lot of people that can confront everybody else but not themselves. We need to have a meeting with ourselves. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We need to sit ourselves down and start talking to ourselves and say, why are you in this dry place when God said abundance is now? Why are you downcast? Why are you in this predicament? Why are you this? Hope in God. What was he saying? What did God say? What is the word of your life? And guess what? It's not just getting a word from the prophet. To get a word, you got to get in the word. You got to know what does the word say. That means Genesis to Revelation. Because God's not going to speak contradictory from that, if that makes sense. Okay. So this morning, again, 10 more minutes. I want to confront your hearts with hope. Romans 15, 13 says, may the God of hope fill you. Now, while I'm talking, don't just say, oh, yeah, this is good. Amen. Yeah. Confront. No, no. Start writing some things down. The Lord is speaking to you right now. Yeah. Some of you need to confront yourself in these certain situations. Some of you need to start wrestling with what do you need to wrestle with God about? Maybe you're wrestling with your purpose. Maybe you're wrestling with the place where you're at versus the place where he said you'll be. What do you need to wrestle? What do you need to settle? What do you what kind of business do you need to do with God and yourself? Don't just let it be a servant. This is living words that are being spoken out. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. Listen, when the when it says the God of hope wants to fill you, what does it look like when you have a confrontation with the God of hope? It looks like him filling you. God wants to take that word fill actually means to uh, take you to the next level. He wants to not just fill you up like how we say, fill me up, God, fill me. No, no, no. He wants to take you to the next level. If it was at the ankle deep, he wants to bring it to the knees. If it was at the knees, I'm telling you, and everything that God spoke to me in the past, I'm saying, God, you about to double that. Isn't that what happened to Job when Job lost everything? What happened? God doubled it. Why? Because biblical restoration is not just putting something back together and making it look nice. It means more than before. Come on, Crystal. It means better than ever. Glory to God. It means double for your trouble. Am I talking to anybody here today? Are you confronting yourself right now? I don't want you to be woe is me, but I want you to be aggressive. The kingdom of God. Suffer violence in the vine. There is so much available. That's what I feel in my spirit. There is so much available. There's so much more that we can be walking in, but we need to have a business meeting with God. Amen. 
Ha-ha! Ho-ho! Yeah! Woo! I'm just running in the spirit to my business meeting. I'm late. <laughs> I'm just running. Come on. Come on. Woo. So God wants to fill you. He wants to level you up. He wants you to go to the next level and where you were empty. God wants you to overflow where you were barren. God wants you to be fertile. Come on. You heard the word today. God wants to take you to the next level, but where your expectation, you have to begin to wrestle with the God of hope. He wants to fill you. He wants to level you up. Somebody might need to put that on Facebook or son. Level me up, God. Maybe we can make that in song. Level me up, God. Level. And guess what? Every time you go, and I'm not saying every time you go to a, new, a level, there's a new devil. But what I do want to say is to get to the next level, you're going to have to go through some things. I never played a video game where you didn't have to go through something to get to the next level. I never was playing Mario where Mario was just like, dang, it's nice today. I can just walk on on to King Cooper's house. I'm good. <laughs> there's turtles and all type of stuff, flying bullets coming at you, and you got to jump and you got to assess, and you got to, you know, you might have to take a hit. You know, you got all the fire, then you take a hit, you lose the fire, then you got to look for fire again. <laughs> Am I talking to anybody? Then you accelerating. I don't know how to. And then you, is that the right? The, the, you gotta get the star, come on. Then you're running, and then you're like, whoa, I can break through everything. I'm in, I'm immovable. And then all of a sudden it wears out, and then you're oh my God, I gotta watch out where I'm going now. King Cooper. I bind King Cooper in you. I bind that King Cooper spirit. <laughs> I'm sure we're gonna write a book about the King Cooper spirit and how to destroy it in three days. <laughs> God wants to fill you with joy. Somebody say joy. When we encounter the God of hope, that we become filled with joy. We go to the next level of joy. And this joy that I have, no, this joy is connected to grace. Matter of fact, if you go to the root word of this word joy, it's chara. It's coming out of the same word of charis. I'm probably butchering it. But y'all know what I'm talking about, my Greek scholars. Joy connected with grace. Because of grace, I can walk in full assurance. I can walk in full confidence. I can do cartwheels and twists. I can walk with a smile on my face because I know that I'm not walking by what I see, that I'm living by faith. Amen. And the faith that I now live, I don't live in my own strength, but I live in the faith of the Son of God. Parents, give me five minutes. I'm almost done. Fill you with joy. Fill you. With peace, that means wholeness. In this season, as you're wrestling with God, with your purpose and your design, God is saying that I'm going to cause you to become whole in this season. And there were empty places and there were cracks in your character and there were things down on the deep inside of you. And God said, in this season, I'm pouring into those places in your life. And just like Ashley said, I'm shaking things out of the way. I'm shaking things together. I'm pouring in a a firmness. I'm pouring in the things that cause you to be a firm foundation for what I'm about to build in your life. God wants to fill you with peace. God wants to fill you with peace so that you can be a, a great coming to greater believing. Somebody say greater believing. When you wrestle with the God of hope, you start to believe for things that you never believed for before. When you wrestle with the God of hope, you say, man, nothing is impossible to those that believe. So why was I over here not believing when nothing is impossible over here? 
you start to, when you start to wrestle with the God of hope, you say nothing is impossible. I can run through a troop and I can leap over a wall. You, be, you start to, number one, trust. What is trust? That means I'm leaning. So I believe that it starts like that. You start trusting God. You know, you start, you start learning that he's not against you, that he's for you. You're leaning on him. But then I believe you come into this place called fully persuaded. I believe that you come into this place that nothing's going to knock you off your game. Uh, nothing's going to knock you out from believing. If God said he's going to give you a plane tomorrow, you're going to be standing at the airport waiting for it to land, that you're going to be fully oh persuaded that if God said you're going to the nation that you're going to be standing at the airport even if you had no money believing that God is going to supernaturally supply the plane ticket I believe that God is bringing his people into a day where we are fully persuaded I'm not just trusting I'm not just leading I'm not just broken no he has made me whole and he's pushing me forward I do believe in brokenness. Don't get me wrong. I do believe in humility. But my God, he gives us the strength, the spirit of might. Somebody texted me today and said, Malik, I see the spirit of might. God wants to strengthen you in his power, in his strength, that you can run. That you can run with grace. I have so much more, but let me keep going forward. Power of the Holy Spirit. Believing people are powerful in the realm of the spirit. Nothing is impossible. They flow in signs, wonders, and miracles. And then you begin to overflow in confidence. What would your life look like if you were confident? You know, I see so many. I was talking to my wife the other day. So many people are insecure about who they are. They, have, they give you their business card before you have a conversation with them. They tell you all the things they've done in their life before you actually can find out who they are right now. They don't even talk to you. You, don't, you can't even ask them a question. You can't even get a son in before they tell you all about who they are. Is your conversation loaded with you? It needs to shift. We need to be listeners. We need to hear what the Lord is saying. Now, I got the gift of gab. I was talking with Matt the other day, and we were talking about that. And I was like, man, I got the gift of gab. I got to be quiet more. <laughs> Let me finish up here. 2 Corinthians 1.20. For as many are the promises of God. So what is, what is, um, uh, how did I put it here? Um, so when we're having a confrontation with the God of hope, what are we actually wrestling with? What are we actually obtaining? I believe it's this, 2 Corinthians 1.20, and it amplifies says, For as many as are the promises of God in Christ, they are all answered yes. That's what we're wrestling with, the yes of God. We're wrestling and saying, God, you say yes. And, and many of you, your parents always told you no. And so you are always looking for God to say no. But in many things, God is saying yes. And I know you guys are being responsible. I know you're trying to do things the right way. But in many things, God has already spoken to you. He's already given you the word. And now you need to take a hold of the yes. Somebody say yes and amen. Can we get our worship team to come up? I'm going to try this week to do a Facebook Live, so be on the lookout. I'm going to try to do a Facebook Live on the Relentless page because I really want to give some of the details about hope because this was more a prophetic and just going for it. So let's just stand up on our feet as we come to a close. But let me just say this. God is confronting us with himself and his promises. What are the promises of God over your life? 
What are the promises over your life, Pastor Tim and Melody? What are the promises over your life, my brother? What is the promises over your life, Darius? What is the promises over your life, Pastor Jason? What's the promises over your life, Milton and Mitzi? What are those promises? You got to know. John Graham, what are the promises over you and Mabel? Start to write down. God, these are obviously there are uh, 3,000 or something promises. But what is God saying to you right now? What is God highlighting? What are the promises of God over your life right now? That's what you're wrestling with. That's what you're saying. God, this is what you said. Listen, a lot of the things that we're doing now, no one prophesied it. Can I just be honest? Me and Ashley talked about it. No one prophesied it. Yeah, people say you'll have a ministry, yeah, but no one prophesied this. We had to pull this from the realm of the spirit. We had to take a hold of God and what he was saying to us now. Why? Because if someone told me it, then I would say, oh, well, if it doesn't work out, I just blame them. No, this is something that you got to know what God is saying to you. God is confronting us with himself and his promises, confronting us with the unseen. Romans 8, 24 to 25. For in hope we have been saved, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one, you guys can start playing whenever, does one also hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see with perseverance, we wait eagerly for it. So that word actually says in another translation that we patiently that we wait patiently. But this wait patiently, uh, it, it, another translator said we wait eagerly. It's, it's actually the word hupomone, which means that we can come under, that we can endure whatever, whatever the situation in life is, that we can endure it with full trust, with full belief that God is going to see us. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Matter of fact, you're going to put a table right in front of me in the presence of my enemies, and then you're going to anoint my head with oil. You're going to cause my cup to overflow. Surely goodness and mercy. I'm going to be at the table laughing while the enemy think he got me. I'm going to be laughing at the table because I'm at the table of the Lord. Hope requires perseverance. Many times, our promotion, some of you, your promotion is right around the corner. Some of you, your, uh, your increase is right around the corner. Some of you, your contracts and all the things that you're believing God for is right around the corner. Somebody say, it's right around the corner. And so the enemy will throw fiery darts of fear and discouragement to block us or slow us down from worshiping, slow us down from, oh, aggressively advancing the kingdom of God. The enemy will try to bombard us continually and say, will it happen? It won't happen. But I'm going to say this. So my soul, while you cast down within me, hope in God, hope in God, hope in God, hope in God, hope in God. Come on, somebody. I got to finish this. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Second Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slow. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises as some count slowness. I know this is talking about the day of the Lord, but there's something important that we can take a hold of it because the Bible says today is the day of salvation. So can we take a hold of this in the now? It says the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, that all should reach repentance. Can we just take a moment right now to repent? Can we just take a moment right now 
now to say, Lord, I am sorry for turning away from you. I'm sorry for not believing in what you said. I'm sorry for not walking in the faith that you called me to walk in. God, give me the strength today. Give me the ability today so that I can walk out there. Is anybody here? Can somebody do business with God for just about 20 seconds? Just talk to him. Talk to him right now. God, I repent. I turn to you, Lord. I turn away from unbelief. I turn away from hopelessness. I turn away from heaviness and I'm turning to you. I'm I'm looking to you, the God of hope. I'm going to tackle you, God. I'm going to tackle you. I'm going to jump on you. Just like my son jumps on me, God, I'm going to jump on you. I'm going to tackle you. I'm going to wrestle with you until I see the fullness of what you called me into. Come on. Come on. All right, last thing, last thing. First Peter, memorize this scripture. First Peter, chapter 1, verse 3 through 4. Can you just turn me up a little bit in the monitor? First Peter 1, 3 through 4. It says, praise. Hello? Hope demands a response. Praise. You don't tell me I'm hoping on the inside. No, hope has a response. It's called praise. Hope in God and I will yet praise him. Hope always has a response. If you are not praising, I'm going to try to locate your hope. So 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 says praise. It says this, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ in his great mercy. Somebody say great mercy. Catch this. He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you. I want to tell you today, as it is in heaven, so let it be here in the earth. And God is saying, this is not a dead hope. This is not just a a hope that's going to pass. This is a living hope because we serve a risen Savior, because we serve a God who rose up with all power in his hand. And today, I'm asking you, will you press into hope? Will you press? Will you wrestle with the God of hope. Will you rise up? Will you rise up? Will you take authority? Will you walk in your purpose? And will you take a hold of this living hope? It's alive. It's alive. Oh, my hope is alive. I'm I'm telling you what, I'm going to wake up. Some of y'all going to wake up in the morning and say, it's alive. You're going to have dreams through the night. I prophesy that. You're going to have dreams, visions, and you're going to say, it's alive. You're going to be like the mad scientist with Frankenstein. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. This hope is living. This hope is living. This hope and tell yourself, my hope is alive. My hope is alive. I declare resurrection power. I declare resurrection power. This hope is alive. Let's lift up a shout to the Lord. Thank you for listening to the Relentless DC podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. For more information about Relentless DC, go to www.relentlessdc.com or facebook.com forward slash Relentless DC.